Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, September 26th, 2022. We're back. It's National Pancake Day. I've always been more of a waffle guy if I had the choice, but pancakes, they're okay. If I have too many, my stomach will hurt. That's usually my take on them. Owen, you might be a pancake guy by the face you made. Uh, no, I'm a waffle guy. I think it's like just a superior setup because it's got the like the rivet, the divots or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it holds like whatever sauce you're putting in there a lot better. It's definitely true. The pancake, you do have to kind of like, you really got to like spread out the butter. You don't want to create a pool in one area. The syrup drips down to the sides of the plate. It's a, it inhales yeah. a little bit better. I agree with you. And you can make a fancier design out of a waffle, I feel like, too. Is this the second National Pancake Day? Because I like, I don't know if I'm going. I think they have it every year. <laughs> like. No, but it feels like less than a year ago we had this conversation and Phil told us that if he has too many pancakes that he gets, like, sick. Yeah. And then he asked me, and I said I eat pancakes every day, and I feel like we've had this conversation on the podcast before. Hmm. Well, we have been doing the podcast for over a year. Yeah. Yeah, but it what? Never mind. Okay. But, yeah, I eat pancakes <laughs> every day. I like pancakes. Every single day? Yeah, it's a good breakfast. Do you, what do you, do you, how do you make them? Do you like put like protein or something in them? It's, uh, what's it called? It's from Costco. Um, it's like their protein pancake mix. Okay. Bear something. Okay. Bear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. like bear grills. Nice. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Recommend for the people at home. Yeah. It's like the brown box from Costco. For... Oh, oh okay. yeah. yeah. Keep an eye out for I've that. I've passed that. Yeah. <laughs> I know where that <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. in the store. Yeah. All the stores, yeah. they have a special little section. Owen and yeah, I are actually participating box. in a fantasy league this year where the loser has to spend, what is it, 24 hours in the Denny's. Every single pancake you eat is, you know, an hour off your an time there. Off. And if I get in there, I'm screwed because I, I can't eat. Like like I said, but pancakes will like cause me massive pain if I start to eat too many. They're called uh, Kodiak cakes, by the way, for those wondering. There oh, we thank go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank the yeah, Lord. Yeah, really Fans good. are waiting with bated breath. I was just buying time by bringing up the Denny's yeah. thing because I, <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to go deep searching <laughs> mode on that one. It's episode 139. So maybe we did retweet this conversation, but that's fine. I mean... It's nothing wrong with a little breakfast talk. And after the Sunday night football game, we just watched literally anything is better. I'm going to save that game. Usually we would start with the Sunday night game, but I'm going to save it and tuck it away for a little bit later because I've created a section of just the worst games. And okay. then we can just rip through them. And that one, it might as well be called the worst games in honor of the Broncos Niners Sunday night game section because that was textbook terrible but the best game was probably the bills dolphins game which finishes a 21 to 19 win for the Finns. it was a eh, this week was i don't know it could have been better it could have been worse but this game was definitely the headliner dolphins get the win by two the bills ran 50 more plays and had every chance wow. to win this one but the dolphins just kept hanging on and they do it, you know, with Tua in the locker room. And I know Buffalo was shorthanded. They didn't have their secondary. And they had every chance to win this game. But I left this game still pretty impressed by Miami to hang in there defensively. And to win a game where the other team gets 50 more plays, you got you to gotta get the first crack at respect. So 
I respect the Finns. I can't believe they're 3-0. So what's your take on this game, Owen? Like Miami's defense, I feel like has been kind of on and off. Like I feel like against the Ravens and stuff, they kind of got lit up. Um, but the game, the game today, they looked really, really good. Like they, they, I saw they were getting pretty consistent pressure on um, Josh Allen, which was like kind of surprising because that line is really good. So I was more than anything impressed with Miami's defense. I know Tua was hurt as good of a game this week as he has in the past, but I think that defense is really impressive. Yeah, and he hung in there and made the big throw to Waddle on the game-winning touchdown. And, you know, I know it's kind of an oddity to have 50 more plays in a game, but I feel like that's in part due to Miami being able to break off their plays in pretty huge chunks. Like, a lot of their passes, I think two only completed 13 passes today, but he was still up around 200 yards, and it's just because those receivers can do so much damage when they get the ball that you don't need as many plays to score. And then the, the heat down there played a huge advantage. I know... Diggs was cramping up and on the sideline for big parts of the fourth quarter because it was just so hot. But you uh, you worried about the Bills? Are you surprised by this result? No, I'm not going to say that I'm worried about the Bills. I think it's just like a, I'm not going to say the C word, but it's just kind of a typical week three divisional game. You can like, say classic. Nah. No, because this is a classic divisional game. You're right. Totally like, is. This felt like a very division-y game. Okay. It's mm. the classic. There like, we go. On the road in the division early on in the season, and you kind of expect one team to win, and it's just like, oh, you know. So, I mean, nothing to panic about here. That is a classic. Yeah. We've all been through this classic before. <laughs> this yeah. this is a classic early season. Oh, wait till they play again later. Because and then uh-huh. the, the smart people pull up the dates and it's December 18th because, you know, I'm one of the smart people. I just, you know, I had to throw myself a little self-lob there like LeBron in the finals. Nice. Well done, Phil. Thank you. Thank you. It was good yeah. execution, I thought. <laughs> um, the butt punt was really the highlight. I know Adam has cornered himself as the punter guy on this show. <laughs> Did you conceive that this was possible? This is really your area of expertise. So we got to go to you. Conceive that it was possible? yeah just nail your own guy in the gooch i mean yeah it was pretty shocking and it's kind of exciting to uh, it's always nice to see a safety i think exciting it is exciting (laughs) and we saw two safeties this week which is always nice oh yeah we're gonna get to one of them oh yeah yeah (laughs) so i mean let's go i guess mark sanchez was jealous i think i don't know if this beats the butt fumble like butt punt butt fumble No, I can't. You can't, can't beat the butt yeah. fumble. Face yeah. does not. I mean, it, the guy ran it. I mean, Mark Sanchez went face in. This was just the ball. Yeah, <laughs> the face in. It was. It people was an all time. People forget the butt fumble was like people eight years forget. ago or whatever. Yeah. It's still ten, like ten years ago. Ten years ago, and it's still like iconic. It was. I remember where I was. I was over there in this house watching it, delaying homework. I remember it so well. American Thanksgiving. Steve Gregory ran it back because I was like, this guy's sick. And then I picked him up in Madden for the next like three years. I was like, Steve Gregory picked up the butt fumble because I watched it live. I know this for a fact. <laughs> the Bills offensive coordinator was in there. Ken Dorsey, I know it was a trending video, the meme potential of him throwing around the stuff. I just want to give a shout out to the Bills coach who covered up the camera about three seconds in. That was a 99 awareness play being like this could go everywhere we got to just put our hand in front of the camera and stop this from being filmed so shout out to that guy didn't work but eh, like it could, i want to see where it went from there after he covered it up i mean like did he go like shirt off like hulk hogan type beat or wow. what was he cooking up that's what i need to know but true yeah they should release the tapes they should whatever tape they do have because they gotta have multiple angles they must they right? gotta have an overhead all 22 yeah 
from the box. We'll you know, like if we can get a if if they can get video of um, Kodak Black like having sex in a stadium from like across <laughs> the arena, there's got to be some people with cameras just phones out all the time filming the box, especially if someone's losing their mind. There must be, you know, fan angles. Must be some fan angles. And the Dolphins fans, yeah. I shouted out my boy Big E on the last show because he was doing the you know get to your seats thirty minutes early. Now the stadium did kind of get invaded by the Bills fans. It was looking like a fifty fifty draw, but. There was one Dolphins fan I want to take credit away from who was going around, running around, talking to all these nice Buffalo people, screaming at him, enjoy your flight home, just cussing him out. I mean, the Dolphins might have made my hit list for some actions that their fans were doing because I'm all about fan justice, and the Bills fans don't deserve any any flack, in my opinion. So this guy coming after him, I'm, I'm not down. But a big game this Thursday, Bills, or sorry, no, big game this Thursday, Dolphins and Bengals. So... There's going to be some implications in that okay. one. They they got to make the Thursday games worse than than a Dolphins Bengals. It needs to be like a real slugfest. Like the game we saw tonight should have been a Thursday night game. Yes, that that is the biggest Thursday night game. It it should have that been. That is not a Sunday night game. No, not at all. So no. make that mistake. They should like play them beforehand, pre-tape, and then post them after like a little postcard (laughs) and decide what fits where and then yeah think about it it would be so good or it's like or you know before the season they're probably thinking like russell wilson's gonna be really good trey lance is probably gonna have a good year but then it's like trey lance is hurt and russell wilson's really bad so then you can just kind of switch it up until the end you know call an audible exactly yeah you can move something around this is what they maybe should have worked this out in the covid times when the stadiums were empty this would have worked out a lot better then because then you would have still been able to hold these results, but I guess not to be. Um, I mean, we're without Alex today. If nobody noticed, <laughs> Alex is not here. He's on. He's, for them yeah, know. I forgot about this, yeah. and I was reminded when I looked at the Raiders on the sheet. <laughs> but if Alex were here, I remember in the preseason, the Raiders lost today. They're the only 0-3 team in the NFL right now. <laughs> Which feels great. It, it does feel great. We have, a lo- <laughs> we have a lot of Raiders fans in our lives. We do. Some very notable annoying ones yeah there's one who let, said that foster moreau was the most underrated player in the nfl today but we, we don't he's like a he's like a partial fan we don't really count him he just watches one team but i think all three of us took the under on the raiders in the preseason and if you remember alex laughed audibly when we took it and said we're just using this as motivation so bit of a tough look Tough start for Alex. <laughs> I, um, there was apparently a long meeting after the game between Mark Davis and Josh McDaniels, closed-door meeting between the owner. I can only imagine what a closed-door meeting with Mark Davis is like. I bet in like the first two minutes, you're just like, wow, this guy's breath stinks. Like, <laughs> or, or he's got the worst BO. I know there's no way you can pay attention to the full meeting, but Devontae Adams was mad after the game too. He said, I'm frustrated and angry. I expect more. So... I mean, it's a tough scene for the Raiders right now. And, I mean, I wonder how Alex is hanging in there. But, Owen, we'll go to you on this one because your Titans finally broke out the shell. Yeah, Derrick Henry finally had more of a Derrick Henry game, even though, like, I don't get why Derrick, or why Ryan Tannehill ever has to run the ball from the goal line. That should <laughs> never happen when you have Derrick Henry, especially because Derrick Henry ran – he but the play before – had like a 25 yard run to get to the one yard line and then they just give it to Tannehill, which is like that's stupid but i think besides that i think the titans are a better team than they've seen they, they've played in the last two weeks um and so i mean i think it was like 
obviously they're not as good as they were last year and, and they're not going to have as good of a season, but I think them and the Raiders are like pretty similar teams. I that's, know Raiders fans aren't going to want to hear that. a good compliment for the Titans. You guys are yeah. almost as good as the 0-3 team. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, look, I don't think that highly of the Titans, but they're probably like similar teams. Like That's I would say as... I would put them and like the Raiders and the Cardinals kind of all in the same kind of basket. Yeah, yeah. They're all in a little yeah. tranche. Yeah. <laughs> they're layered together. I like it. It's yeah. like a wafer with the three of them in there. Now, I agree with yeah. you that the Titans, I mean, I did take the Raiders this weekend, but I respect Mike Rabel enough where I was like, they're at home, like – I should probably take the Titans, but I just took the Raiders anyway because they've lost all their games by one possession. I thought they really needed a win. Yeah, when you look at it, like oh, both teams are 0-2, it kind of made more sense for the Titans to go 0-3, right? Yeah, it did. Like Seeing the Raiders as 0-3 is pretty surprising. Mm-hmm. Especially because they're the only ones left now. Yeah. But they deserve it. Derek Carr has yet to show that you know he's a top 10 quarterback like some have suggested that he's a top 16 quarterback like some have suggested Derek Carr does get a lot of praise for really no career accolades which I mean I I like Derek Carr but it's time to start putting pen to paper here at this point because you've got the weapons you've got the talent and this has been a huge failure and this has the potential to go really south I think I was seeing some fans were already saying get rid of McDaniels which I mean Yes, get rid of Big Ten. Yeah, he's yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it's I love the thing I love about Kirk Cousins and uh, Derek Carr is they're just they just are going to hold their franchises like hostage for decades. It's so fun <laughs> to see because everybody else is going to go. They're going to see like three or four coaches. They're going to have receivers come, receivers go, defensive players come and go, entirely new coordinators. But they're just going to stay there, and mm-hmm. people are going to wonder why, like why the teams aren't. And successful. it's like you have no choice though, because like they're too good like they're they're not bad enough to the point where you need to get rid of them they're not like easily replaceable they're not like good enough to win so you're kind of like stuck you are kind of stuck i know it's so funny to me (laughs) you ready for you ready for what i really want to say it's the same thing with dak that's what Uh, i really want to say oh yes he fits himself in that category yeah yeah Sorry to hear that. They are playing tonight, though, so we can't talk about the Cowboys. So I had to get him in early, shoehorn, nice. fix him in there. Um, we'll see what happens from the Raiders from here. They got the Broncos next week, and I will say right now, I'm ready to take the Broncos or ready to take the Raiders. Sorry, I'm never taking the Broncos again. Again, we're gonna bring up that game every single time until we get to the game. That's how it's done. The Lions had a tough loss today. I checked in on our boy Tony. He's not doing good. And and the situation, for those who are unaware, Lions, they they went for it on fourth down, I think, 35 times in this game. They kept going for it. And then game on the line, 114 to go. They're up by three, fourth and four. Campbell sends out the kicker, who's already missed two field goals in the game. It blows the kick. Vikings walk down the field in the score. I think two blown coverages led right led them literally right into the end zone. Might as well have rolled out the carpet. And then post game, Campbell said, "Quote: I freaking regret my decision there at the end. I should have gone for it on fourth down. I feel like I cost our team." Which the Lions say what you want. They got a lot of talent over there on offense specifically. Yes. That Among Us St. Brown, DeAndre Swift. These guys are playmakers, and they played well today. Jamal Williams has four rushing touchdowns, which is bonkers, but they've got guys they are good enough to get the job done, and I feel like Campbell has cost them this year, at least in one game and maybe in two if you count the Eagles one. So I was pretty disappointed, and I'm sad for the Lions. 
Yeah, I mean, the Lions, like, they do have a lot of talent. That offensive line is legit. Like, they're very good. It doesn't – I don't think it really matters who they have running back there. Like, Jamal Williams had a touchdown today, and he played really well. But Jared Goff, I mean, look, he made, like he, – he made a lot of good throws today, but he's not – you want to – he's the type of quarterback that you want to, like, kind of game plan. Like, you want to make sure he's got a very – he's very comfortable out there mm-hmm. at, at all times like because he's – like similar to Kirk, yeah. Kirk is a dude, Kirk is a loser too. We can get talk about that, but uh, like you know, I I think the Vikings are a, like they're a cut slightly above the the Lions, and Kirk is a, is a slightly better quarterback. So I think that was kind of the difference here. Mm-hmm. I think this was kind of in a way a classic Vikings in that <laughs> I always feel like they start so slow in these games and then they like kind of like miraculously find their footing at the end and rescue a win out of nowhere. Yeah. I feel like that happens so frequently. I have yeah. no idea why. And it was it was very classic Vikings because there was Dalvin Cook in the blue tent for a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was huge Madison buzz in fantasy chats yeah. everywhere to get him if you can. And who's him? Who's oh, him? CJ Ham. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's been there. Who's that guy? He's been vulnerable. Touching touchdowns for years he's he is a stalwart in that backfield but justin jefferson had a very slow day at the office today three catches 14 yards owen owen makes a grimaced face as a fantasy owner but i will say jeff okuda did a bang up job on him i think he did not allow a catch to jefferson and he matched up with him over 30 times so the lions are getting playmakers it's just about putting this together but the uh, the vikings I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk about teams that are unserious today. The Vikings are classic unserious, and like you just said, yeah. you could change the you know you could change the coach, you can change the GM, the uniforms, the building, whatever. Kirk Cousins is gonna Kirk Cousins, and that first half was a pitiful performance to football. People should be embarrassed, and I'm really upset with Kirk Cousins. I know he put it together at the end, but dude eventually you got to be serious at some point here. Come on, you're like you're in your mid 30s. It's time to start being serious for four quarters. I don't know. I think yeah. <laughs> I think my main thing on this game is uh Dan Campbell because I feel like at some point you have to actually like okay, we like nah. the guy. He gets everyone fired up, but like is he actually a good coach? I saw the Lions fans were reaching that point today on Twitter. They're, I think that's a point we should have reached a while ago. But... Well, what if he what if you were to like not call plays? Yeah. That's what I was saying last year. I'm like, that's... why is he calling plays and being the like like, just make him the strength Rara coach guy. or something. You're saying you should just be the morale coach. <laughs> yeah, make him the strength coach. Well, there's coaches that do that, right? That just, like, Isn't, delegate That's kind of what he used to do, just... right, At, in yeah. New Orleans? Like, he was just, like, the assistant head coach, and he just, like, hyped everyone up and, like, gave speeches. Yeah, yeah. but he's a good play caller, though, is his thing. When the Lions, he took over play calling because the Lions were 0-8, and, and then they finished the season pretty strong. They went 3-5-1 and down the stretch so when maybe, he took over. maybe they need to do, like, a like a Broncos and hire uh-huh. someone to, like, split the job with him yeah decision man (laughs) again we're keeping the streak alive bring up the broncos the niners every single time until we get to the game i really like this shoehorn them in wherever you can it's a good thing the buccaneers packers they played a football game apparently today i've slept through most of it packers 14 buccaneers 12 aaron Rodgers, tom brady the big you know handshake at the end of the game the big to do Mm -hmm. about you know i think brady said what did he say we'll keep in touch is that right yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah typical for sure i i want to say that the brady Rodgers, you could call it a rivalry if you 
want. In my life, this has been one of the most disappointing rivalries, one of the ones that should always be better than it is, but they never played in the Super Bowl. I feel like they never played in a big regular season game late in the season, but yet everybody still painted the picture of, you know, Brady versus Rodgers, when really the only matchups I remember them playing of any magnitude was the NFC Championship game in 2020 that Brady obviously won. So I think this is a good summation of this rivalry, a 14 to 12 final that was a total whimper. It's kind of like two quarterbacks that live on like different planets because they were just both good in their conference and like never really played against each other. And it's like two different 12s. And it's true. They're not really like, I don't know. It's not like Payne Manning and Tom Brady back in the day when they would play every year. And, you know, like that was kind of a rivalry, but this doesn't really feel like one. I agree. That's exactly what I think. Yeah, I'm out on Tom Brady this year. <laughs> Let's wow. go. Wow. I know I had like a foot in, a foot out. I'm two feet out now because what pushed you I've over just the been edge? seeing I, I I don't think he's played well. And I think it's there's just too much to, he's not focused. This is like reminding me of LeBron when he went to LA. You know, first like year or two where it's like he clearly has other things on his mind. Like he he cares a lot about his brand and about his like you know, supplements or whatever. And I don't think his mind is on football. And the team is like, their offense has not been great. Their defense has been like excellent, like really, really good. And credit to them for that. But like, I mean, what did they have today? Like 13 points? 12. like that? 12, yeah. And at the end of the game, they needed a two-point conversion to tie it up and they got a delay of game. Like it was just lazy and bad. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think – I don't think Tom Brady should be playing the NFL at this point. Wow. Um, and I don't like seeing him out there. So, you know, I'm I don't hate the, the take. I really agree with the LeBron to the Lakers thing. I see the parallels because, you know, what's, what's a, you know, an eighth ring and a second with the Bucks. What's that really going to do for his legacy at this point? He already has Nothing. the most. He already won one without Belichick. So he kind of loses that. And it was the same thing with LeBron. Like, sure, a fifth and a sixth would be great, but it's not going to happen. It was never really possible with the way Anthony Davis progressed as a, you know, as a body man instead of just putting it on the court. He put it on the GTA. So that like backburnered <laughs> his whole ring pursuit. So then he was like, all right, I'm going to make movies and whatever. I'm going to just chill. I do agree with you. And, it is still kind of electric to me that end of the game, they haven't got anything going the whole time. The ball's on their own 10. They got two minutes, maybe one timeout, and Tom Brady's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking us down the field. Like, that was just mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Like, I've done this 100 times. I got no panic in me. I'm going down the field. I thought that was pretty cool. I would have liked for them to go yeah. out the two because, I mean, he didn't have anything the whole game, and then at the end, it's like the classic act that he's done every single time, just like clockwork. The guy, The guy's amazing, so... Mm-hmm. I, I treasure the moments when I see them. I don't think either of these teams. I think I'm. I think both of them are a little gliding by on reputation right now compared to what I've seen. Because, like you said, the Bucks' defense has been very good. Their offense has not been good. I know there was no Evans, no Godwin, no Jones today. But I mean, when you put it like that, actually, yeah. <laughs> I know they didn't have their one, well, two, Russell and three Gage. receiver. Yeah, they had Russell Gage. <laughs> You got like 14 passes or something stupid. Yeah, and I started Brashad Perriman. Yeah, that was great. This game was crazy hot out. I don't know if you saw the Alan Lazard projectile vomit after his touchdown, but it was, uh, I think they said 38 degrees Celsius because we're a Celsius podcast. Fahrenheit is such a Mickey Mouse system, but it looked looked very warm and the boys were sweating it out. I think uh, the test is yet to come for these teams because I haven't seen anything that I like from either side, but your Packers keep rolling. Yeah, I 
I don't know how you can say you didn't see anything you like from the Packers. I mean, the offense didn't look great, but it's also the Bucks defense, which has been phenomenal in every week. So I think you have to be happy with what you see from the Packers, and they finally have like a run game too. And Aaron Rodgers can, you know, get the third downs. And even if it's Lazard, like he's he's converting, he's moving the chain. So I think even if it's his number one receiver, I mean, yeah, <laughs> nice. Like even when he, when we're saying he has no weapons, like he's still making it work with what he has. So. I think you have to be happy with what you see. Touchdown Romeo Dubes today. Yeah. Big one. Nice. Good for him. Probably the first and last of his career. Um, <laughs> Ravens took down the Patriots today, 37-26. to 26. Mac Jones hit the gritty again, and uh, I think karma hit him again are with we, the high ankle sprain because that gritty. Are we, are we calling him a – are we calling that a gritty? Uh, people were – Phil's calling it a gritty. I'm calling it – I mean – I think there was like one second of like this, but and then he changed it to the to the Yankee yeah, Doodle like Doo. Like yeah. it, it was like a bizarre move because he started the gritty and then he was like, Oh, I actually can't do this anymore. I'm just gonna like wave my arms around a little bit and act tough. And he's doing like the YMCA. Yeah, he did it the YMCA. <laughs> and then uh, he got a high ankle sprain to end the game. And uh <laughs> and then the famous picture which will be used for the rest of his career of him <laughs> literally moaning as he as he got taken off the field, carried into the locker room. I've seen a high ankle sprain before, not to bring this back to, you know, Actually, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to bring up the Oilers. I, I I, had a chance, and I I realized that's not what I want to do. But three interceptions today didn't look great, and the Patriots fans are panicking. I think I saw some Patriots fans online who were saying they're not so sure that this is the guy, and now all of a sudden they're looking at four weeks of Brian Hoyer. And I'm here to break into the Patriots fans. In my opinion, he is not the guy. So that's my take. Been saying that. But I, I do want to give credit to Mac Jones because I think I realized like him – uh, Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan are like some of the funnest quarterbacks to watch. So I appreciate the entertainment. You really love the triplet quarterbacks today. You're pairing yeah. everybody up. <laughs> that yeah. was three like completely different quarterbacks too. Like I don't really see the. I like it. He went cross uh, age, cross race. He did it all. <laughs> I just like. I just like. Well, I like Jameis Winston. Obviously, I mean that's pretty like self explanatory. Yeah. yeah. But like, Phil, Phil and I were talking today. And Matt Ryan is like. <laughs> He's my favorite quarterback in the league. I might need a jersey. He's like, like Carson Wentz. Some of the stuff year. he does is hilarious to watch. Because it's kind of like I, maybe it's a Colts <laughs> thing because that was Carson Wentz last season too. He was like the most fun quarterback to watch. Maybe it's yeah, like I when you Carson throw the jersey on, too. that's what happens. Matt Ryan's yeah. funny parts are literally like <laughs> because he's so unathletic that yeah. he looks like he's literally like decrepit. It's like, why is Kyle Orton still playing quarterback? Like that's the type of energy Matt Ryan gives. The first fumble today of his eight fumbles on the season, one of the first one today, he literally went 10 toes into the air. Like he could not yeah. hold himself to the ground when he got hit. His whole leg shot up and then the other one just followed like he was doing a bicycle kick. <laughs> and the second fumble was so funny to me because he like the pocket kind of collapsed and he's like, okay, I can run for this. And he runs like Forrest Gump with the things on his legs, <laughs> with the braces on. <laughs> like he i haven't seen i don't think i've seen a slower quarterback in the nfl because it was like literally took three steps three sprint steps and he got tagged from behind and then fumbled it it was it was incredible to watch mac jones does have these moments in him too the 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 interception he threw into the end zone was abominable that was (laughs) terrible i don't know what he was seeing and he threw three interceptions today he had a tough go i want to say though 
we really on this show, this is not breaking news to anybody. We don't really rate the Patriots highly. This is not breaking yeah. news to anybody. So to watch them go up and down on the Ravens and watch Devontae Parker go for 160 yards, I'm, I'm officially concerned about the Ravens. I think the Ravens have some serious problems. Yeah, that defense is worrying me because they got diced up by Tua last week and then Mac <laughs> this week. So... I did, my eyes are telling me they're not really passing the the eye test right now. No. You or know? the stat test. No. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that. They're not passing any tests, I don't think. I mean, I guess they're giving up a lot of touchdowns. Uh, yeah. I think, so, yeah, they're I not think, passing uh, any tests. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith had the little rant where he said they were, like, in the past three years, they've been the worst pass defense in the NFL every year. So, I think they're not passing the number that. test either. Yeah, but you'd think they spent so much money to fix it and draft capital and... You know, I was going to say Marcus Peters came back from injury, but I think it might be time to hang him up for him. I don't yeah. know what he's doing out there, but I think... We forced a fumble. He, yeah, and he picked does one he, up. Does he still not wear the long socks like he wears the like ankle socks? I think he still does. Because that has to be the worst look in the NFL. Like It almost looks like he's not wearing socks. And you can just see like his bare shins. Yeah, you can see the ankles. It looks like disgusting. I can't believe you would ever wear that in a football game. I agree with you. It's terrible. But Lamar still put up his stats today. Four passing touchdowns. I think it's pretty clear. I don't know if him and Harbaugh have had a thing about, you know, like put up your stats so you can get this money. But, like, they're giving him every opportunity to put up the stats. He had 100 yards rushing. I mean, he's really going for it. So good for him. I want to see him get there. But I thought this team would have a higher ceiling with him playing like that. But because of what's obviously happened with their defense, it doesn't look like that. They better get the train back on the tracks. Speaking of Matt Ryan and the Colts, they beat the Chiefs, which if you're the Chiefs and you let Matt Ryan beat you in 2022, holy, I don't, I mean, the Chiefs made so many mistakes in this game. They've fumbled that punt. Their special teams was terrible. They tried the fake field goal and it went right through the guy's hands. They missed a field goal. It was a very un-Chiefs-like performance. It looked a little unorganized and you had Mahomes screaming at the enemy at the end of the first half. But seriously, if you're letting Matt Ryan beat you, I mean, you, how? How the guy's terrible. He should literally retire, in my opinion. But this is one that I wish we had Alex here because this was his lock of the week, and he said I, he said this spread should be way bigger. So yes, he did, and wow. here we are. I love Adam calling out Alex on the show. It's like clockwork. Adam, <laughs> anytime Alex is away, Adam will get. If he was here, I would say that I would ask him about it because I mean, oh, obviously true. I'm a yeah. like I'm a Colts believer, so it was nice to see them get this win. Would you ask him about the $130 he put on the Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to expose him like that, but I guess you did. That was a good bet. It was. It almost went down. It looked good for a minute. But what's your take on this one, Owen? Uh, I'm just wondering if the Jonathan owner, Jonathan Taylor fantasy owners are regretting taking him high. Let's yeah. go. Right here. Pound the Derrick Henry jump. Let's go. Yeah, Who because, did better in week I mean, three? Derrick Henry had a pretty good week. I think this is going to be this. Well, I think I think we're going to see more of the same because the Colts are not. A, if you're talking about unserious teams, the Colts they got to be leading my unserious teams list. They got to be. They're, they're close to the top because they they stumbled and bumbled their way to this win. It was <laughs> they won in spite of themselves. It felt like. But McCaffrey <laughs> fantasy owners are uh, smiling right now. I think because he's still running 25 times a game, catching like six passes. They're not scared of like killing him. 
No, they're ready. They're ready to watch him <laughs> yeah. go. I think the Colts game winning drive might still be going on. I think it was like 26 <laughs> plays. There was like eight fourth downs. They did the quarterback sneak, which almost murdered Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan at some point is just going to like his body's going to fold like a plastic table. He's just going to blow and then it's going to end. So, I mean, it was it's a crazy result. I, I could not believe my eyes. But shout out to my boy Jim say Again, if you haven't followed this guy on Twitter, <laughs> best Twitter follow in the game. He, I mean, he just does his videos post game i mean he w- wakes you up in the morning with the roof will be open tweet which is always electric gotta let the people know what to expect and what to wear when they come to your games and then he just tweets the post game victory video just plastered waiting outside the colts bus <laughs> he even said we love the chiefs in yeah, the video which we i love the chiefs i don't know where that one came from but shout out to my boy jim say what an absolute legend in the game so big respect to him um the colts might be unserious though i agree with that take yeah. they're pretty unserious and who would have thought jonathan taylor might be hard to stop when you have matt ryan and so you can just put like seven guys in the box and it's like okay <laughs> come up the middle and see what happens to you um the jaguars absolutely smack the chargers and 38 to 10 is the final and i know keenan allen doesn't play and herbert doesn't practice all week and we can talk about that more in a second but if we're talking unserious teams I might have to throw out an accusation against the Chargers. And I'm not saying it for, you know, I'm not saying it's confirmed, but I'm throwing allegations against them. I'm wondering if you could counter. Yeah, I don't know if I can because it's like you guys were saying last week. I mean, Justin Herbert is clearly like very talented, maybe one of the most talented players in the NFL. But at some point you have to like, like those, they have to translate to wins. Um, and so I like to defend my boy, but at the same time, like their defense is, you know, they have a lot of good pieces. Obviously this week wasn't great, but prior to this week, they had one of the best defenses in the NFL, one of the better ones. Um, and Justin Herbert, I mean, you know, pick and a, t- and a touchdown, like he, he needs to do more. They need to do better. But at That's some point, do you think that we should just start calling the Jaguars serious? I was I think right. The Jaguars are serious for sure. Yeah. I was right the whole time. I knew it. I said <laughs> I said this for years that the Jaguars were going to get there and this is I think they are good. I think they're starting to put it together and the only reason I can give them credit is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is so good. He's getting to the point where it's like, okay, this guy could put himself into that conversation up there in like the top 10, in my opinion. He's getting there right now early. And he threw three touchdowns today. He played a great game. And the Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk is, you know, we Legit. he's not bad at all like that i mean i'm not gonna say he's worth the contract but he's like a very good receiver and trevor lawrence makes him better and you know they get a little two punch going with robinson and etn who are both not that bad their defense is okay doug peterson is you know he's a he's a standards lifter at the very least i i really rate the jaguars i think they're gonna win that division for sure because i don't like what i see from any of the other teams i think they got this locked up week three i'm calling it we can just skip to the playoffs in the afc south just don't even play the rest of the season i think i'm with you phil they're good they're not bad at all so i hope they keep getting better too like this is uh they could make some noise and the jags have never really been that good in my life they were with bortles but it was kind of like unserious because it was bortles 
Saxonville. <laughs> Saxonville, Duval, when yeah. they used to put all the U's Duval. for every sack. There you go. And they were like good. They were terrible, terrible, good for like one year, and then they were picking first in the in the draft like the next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were good for one year, then they traded away like both their corners and yeah. the whole defense, yeah. and they're like, okay. They were they were really really good, and then Coughlin was like, wait a minute, Jalen Ramsey doesn't fit my standards. <laughs> yeah, you can go. And then the dominoes started to fall. That's my memory of it, at least. Um, (laughs) I think Herbert, I don't think he should have played today. I think it's very short-sighted. It's week three. You got the the Jaguars at home. The fans, I mean, there might have been 10,000 people at this game, but whatever. You're at home, technically. It's basically a neutral field because you never have home, and there was nobody at the game. But you give Daniel the practice reps all week. The guys have, you know, I know you, you know, Justin Herbert's been there a long time and he's the main guy, but it's week three against the Jags. You don't need to trot this guy out there. It's not the AFC championship game. He's playing through a major injury. I think you're putting him in a terrible position to succeed by throwing him out there and your team as well, because they haven't had any reps with him. I thought it was really, really short-sighted that they put him in there. And, you know, I would have just gone with Daniel. You might not have won the game, but you didn't win the game with him anyway. So that's just my opinion. Do you think you should have played? Uh, I mean, based on the result and based on how he looked before, probably not. But I, I guess I don't know. Maybe I hold. I just hold him to a higher standard. Like that. I understand the argument that it makes sense that like he didn't play that well. But I think he's so talented that I would have liked to see more from him, even though he was hurt. That's why I say that. But I agree with you. I think based on what we saw, probably would have been a better call to sit him. Mm-hmm. He did make that one incredible throw in the third quarter that was like, wow. But then, you know, put it together for the whole game. You can't just put it together in spurts. Here's the most unserious team in the NFL, in my opinion, the Cardinals. Los Angeles Rams 20, Arizona Cardinals 12. The Cardinals in the first quarters this year in three games have been outscored 31-0. to And when you come out and you're unserious and you play the whole game catching up and Kyler Murray's running around and Kyler Murray is sneakily like a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers type of complainer, except the only difference is he has 185th of the resume of those two, <laughs> but he acts like he's literally better than both of them, and he does the always throw his arms up, and it's, it's very tough to watch for me. I get very frustrated. I know he doesn't have the best weapons, like he's throwing to Eno Benjamin and one leg AJ Green. I understand that, but you gotta you got to at least put together a playoff win before you can start acting the way he does, in my opinion. I mean, Hollywood had 140 yards. Like, yeah, you know, they traded. They 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 got somebody. Like, they tried. Um, He's not exactly throwing to Cole Beasley and Perriman. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He's not throwing to whoever Aaron Rodgers is throwing to. Like, he's got some guys. He's got Dorch. Got some guys. He's got Greg Dorch. Solid pieces. (laughs) He's got Zach Ertz. Yeah, but no, I think to me, like. Cliff Kingsbury has to be one of the first coaches to be fired, or he has to be right there. Because but do you think that's actually? If it were me, I don't know why he's had a job this long. Because, like, some of the stats on his teams are pretty wild. Like the collapses they make, and um, the whole thing where he let Kyler Murray call plays was pretty brutal, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, his management of guys, like, it's just to me, he seems like a good, like a good college coach. Yes, um, he'd do a great job at Texas A&M. 
yeah, yeah, he really would. That, Ole Miss would love him. They would. He'd do very well yeah. there. That that sweater that he wears, though, he's got to get that custom made because I've never like I've never seen anything like that for sale. I, I don't know how he it's the like the logo's on like the lower sleeve. It's on like his forearm, and he just wears like a Nike shirt. It's 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 bizarre. He's worn it every game. But I agree with you that I think he would be one of them. But the owner just locked him up till two thousand twenty eight. So yeah, I, I have no idea what's gonna happen it's, there. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen, unfortunately. Like you say, he should be one of the first coaches fired, but yeah. it's just. But he won't. It's not mm-hmm. gonna happen. And the Cardinals, the Cardinals have some sneaky good fans. But if I was a Cardinals fan, I don't know what would inspire me to get out of bed in the morning with this team. Kyler Murray looks like he doesn't care if you know they lose by fifty or win by twenty. It doesn't matter to him. Kingsbury is, you know, he might be unserious. I've said unserious about ten times. I'm gonna rein it back down, but he might be unserious. And this team just does not put any juice into you. It's like last week when they came back against the Raiders. It was almost like Murray was just doing it because he had to it was like all right like fine like i gotta save us again whatever it seems like he just does not take it very seriously in my opinion i just use seriously again i'm minus one (laughs) minus one my bad but i'm not very impressed by the rams still i think i need to see a better win than this because they they kept him around in this game for a while and i know their defense played well i know ramsey's getting a little bit better getting his wheels turning cups unbelievable yeah and my boy skaronic is looking nice too but i want to see them put together a better win than this in my opinion but are, are you sold um, I mean, I, they're definitely good, but yeah, I think you need to see like a statement win before you can put them back in the contender situation. But yeah, they're definitely a good team. I agree. Definitely I agree. The best in the division. Like they're hovering around that eight, nine, ten range to me right now. I want to see a win that puts them back yeah, up there after the Niners Broncos game. Oh my goodness! They're, they're definitely the top of the division. There we go. We're getting to it soon. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, last game in the serious package is the uh, Eagles and Commanders game. <laughs> well, it's because it's because the Eagles fight. are serious. It's not because the Commanders did oh. anything worth my attention today, okay. unfortunately. And you know what? But you picked them. I, oh, I want to start this as a credit to me. I actually had the Commanders written down as my lock last week, and when I looked at the sheet, and when we were about to do picks, I was like, no, I I literally can't do that. So, but I on the show before, you also said I will be taking the Commanders next week. Oh, and I did, but okay. I, I didn't take them as my law okay so respect. a little bit of restraint was shown by me on there and thank Good god for you, I did. Phil, that's big. thank you thank you i really appreciate yeah. that and tough go today for the for the commanders <laughs> at one point the yards were 327 to minus one that's what the yardage total was at one point it was 24 to nothing at the half at another time in the game devonta smith had 167 yards and the commanders had 56 so it was a tough go today for the Durs, but the Eagles rolled and they looked pretty good doing it because they were up at the half and then they just went cruise control after that. They were, they were in such a dominant position that it didn't matter what either team did. Carson Wentz was sacked nine times by six different people. Ron Rivera said he could have done better after the game. I'd agree with Ron on that one, but <laughs> tough look for the Durs, but the Eagles are rolling on. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate, uh, candidacy is, is loading up here. It is. MVP I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun, but it's uh, time to start like placing your bets because the value is just going to get worse from here. Uh, and then the commanders, like, shout out to me and Alex for not buying that stock because Phil's deep in the red right now. The Carson Wentz stock is it's trading at all time lows. So all time lows. Um, it's bad. Maybe not all time lows. <laughs> yeah. Lows of the last like season, this year season so far. Mm-hmm. Three week low. Yeah, season low. <laughs> Three club. So uh yeah, no, I don't think the commanders are very good, but I do think the Eagles, like I said 
last episode, I think, are the cream of the crop. They're the best team in the NFC, in my opinion. Um, And I think I was more impressed because they were able to do a lot of it passing. I mean, Jalen Hurts passed for 340 yards today. So he threw touchdowns to three different receivers. Like he, that's why I say he's an MVP candidate is because he's, we've seen what he can do with his legs. And obviously he can scramble and stuff when plays break down. Um, And there's obviously they do a bunch of like design runs and things like that. But I, I think he uh, is, doesn't get enough credit as a, as a passer, enough credit as he deserves, because I've always been a Jalen Hurts guy. Uh, and I think that he's really coming into his own. Yeah. It's good to see. I'd say so too. And I, I haven't been a believer, you know, to a point, but I feel like this may be a major mistake on my part. I feel like I may have made a mistake. I still don't want to back down off my corner, but because uh, uh-huh. I did see him play one of the worst playoff games I've ever seen last year against the Buccaneers. <laughs> but Apparently, people can get better when they're in their early 20s, a quarterback, and get more reps. So I may have made a mistake, but <laughs> I'm still going to stand my ground a little bit. And I'm holding my Durs stock because at some point, what I saw is going to show up. <laughs> at some point, the vision I had is going to turn. So we're just going to hold strong, keep our head down, and keep turning out wins. Lunch pail. Any take on this one? These are two teams from your division, so <laughs> I would hope you do have a take. Um I mean, I don't have the greatest take, but me and Phil were looking through the divisions today and, you know, AFC West, all the teams lost. Yeah. Um, People were hyping that up. Well, the Broncos won, but. Yeah. The Well, did they? Yeah. No, was, <laughs> nobody won. So, I mean, NFC East, sneaky, one of the better divisions. <laughs> Only division with two undefeated teams. Might be the last day you could say that. You might be, but not according to my pick tomorrow. So, mm. yeah. All right, there it is. <laughs> I respect it. Now we've reached the zone, the rapid fire zone, Let's the, go. the poop package, and uh, it's headlined this week by the 11 to 10 final in Colorado. <laughs> Denver takes down the 49ers on Sunday night football. I think the only way I can sum this up is Jimmy G did the most rare play I've ever seen, ran through the back of the end zone, and then threw a pick six on the same play. One of the craziest plays of all time, if you ask me. What a terrible waste of time. It was one of the most unenjoyable three hours of my life. And the worst part was it went like over the average length of a football game. We started this show later because it took forever. And it's because of all the punts. Like it would get like two minutes into the quarter and we've already punted twice. And it's been 20 minutes in real life. Mm -hmm. And we're at the 13 minute mark of the quarter. Like, so, I mean, NFL needs to figure out like a... If the game is like one of those games, like let's do a commercial break every other punt. Mm-hmm. We don't need one yeah. every punt. It's a mistake. But Tony would love that game. He Big would've. defensive game, incomplete, three and outs. We got to see the punters shine. Mm-hmm. Sneaky great game for Wisniewski on the Niners. There you go. He was sick. <laughs> he had a couple bombs. Yeah. This one was tough. And, um, I'm looking forward to never taking the Broncos or the 49ers again after watching this game. I've written them both off, but I will say Nate Hackett, if he doesn't get fired, and I don't say that I don't hope that he gets fired, but I've I've never seen a coach have greater odds of being fired in at 2 and 1 in the first 3 games of his career than anybody of all, ever because his decision making is unbelievable. It's like baffling to watch. The chance to ice the game at home. They just got the ball. They're up by one. Like a first down seals the game. And they went run right, run left, run left. 
one yard gained punt. It was it was like <laughs> it was the most unbelievable stuff I've ever seen. Like perfect time for Russ was finally starting to cook in that fourth quarter. Like get him involved. No, Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, three times. But we need we need to talk about how they hired a game management assistant coach sitting in the booth telling him what to do today. Yeah, and with a new hire. Like you're highlighting this guy, game management assistant coach, new hire. He's here to make decisions. First challenge in the first half, failed challenge. Like, well, it was two challenges of where the spot of the ball was, yeah. which never succeed. And it's like a, it's first half challenge. Like, did the ball touch the line? You look at the replay. You're like, I don't know. That probably didn't touch the line. It's we like I don't even challenge. know the rule. Yeah, like- and then the second one was him not knowing the rule. The second one was uh. Like for forward progress and like Terry comes on the broadcast and he's like, yeah, it's not forward progress because like he's, he's re- contacted at this point. Yeah, and reaches, it's yeah. Where, yeah, it's like he brought the ball back in and it's like, OK, so you hired this guy and he doesn't even know the rules that you're challenging. So pretty f- bad stuff from the Broncos. I feel like you need to get rid of that guy personally. Like, Let's go one game. I mean, yeah, you hired him what last <laughs> night, like two days ago. Yeah, he came he, on a Saturday. He worked Sunday and he and completely he's failed his job. Like, why would you keep him? <laughs> he's gone yeah he's like brought in as a punter like our punter got covid a new guy's in (laughs) i mean it's like you bring in a salesman and he makes zero sales like you just get rid of him that's how it works like honey pull the kid pull the kids out of school again we're yeah i have something tough news oh they failed their test all right new school we're taking (laughs) him to st greg's here we go anything on this Uh, god-awful game (laughs) <laughs> no, it was horrible. It was horrible. I don't think I've seen a worse quarterback duel all year. Like, I like literally, I, I can't think of a worse one because, like, the end of the game. So Russell Russ Wilson is cooking though. He was he, cooking. He, he, he I mean, after drive. three straight, after three, sick. after eight three and outs, he like <laughs> barely puts together a drive where he converts like four third downs, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like they score the touchdown. And I'm like, okay, this is like starting to get interesting, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Take getting the ball spicy. Off. And Jimmy G, I think, threw a touchdown on his third or fourth or threw an interception like his fourth or fifth snap. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're like, okay, like there's still some time left. And then the ball gets back to the Niners after the three straight runs. And it's like, <laughs> there's the there's the first down and the second down pass and then instant fumble. <laughs> It was just so, it was incredible. And the first so down sack where he retreated to his own oh, four yeah, to yards. throw the ball. It was like, okay, yeah. here we go. Oh, he just keeps going backwards. Is he going to go through the end zone again? Like, what was he cooking up? <laughs> Russell Wilson. I don't think I've ever been less surprised by a turnover, though, than that fumble. Oh, exactly. It was like yeah. just made so you much sense. You saw it coming. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a safety, like, help a team. Like, you're like, thank God he stepped out of the back of the end zone. Because yeah. that would have been a pick six. That's what I'm saying. He's the first ever and probably the only ever run out the back of the end zone pick six. Yeah. It, the odds are like yeah. one in 10 billion that it would ever happen. And we saw it. It was like a man getting like struck by lightning. He took the extra space to make sure he had the power to get it to the defender. Yeah, it did. He had to cock it back to throw it Plant, to Bradley yeah. Chubb. And a pick six to a D lineman at that. Incredible stuff. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy G, though, I said to Adam, 
I can't name one Jimmy G clutch drive in my life. Like it's never happened. No. So for me to believe that it was possible, I don't know why I thought that. Like it, it really is kind of concerning that I had sketched this up in my head. I need to reevaluate my football watching process that that crossed my mind. Hadn't got anything going the whole game. I don't know why I expected a Niner comeback. But wow, what a brutal waste of three hours. And the fact that it's, you know, if that's on in red zone, I don't care. It makes the poop package and whatever. Like, I didn't see any of it. But I had to watch all of it. And I really don't intend to take either of those teams seriously. Again, the serious. Cincinnati Bengals 27, New York Jets 12. I win the lock off. I had the Bengals. And, you know, I didn't go into that show expecting to take the Bengals as my lock. But once I heard Owen's explanation... I, it just dawned on me, and I said it in my reasoning. Owen chose yeah. to cheer for the Jets, and the Jets are associated with misery, and this would cause him misery, so I had to lock in the Bengals. It just made so much sense to me when I when I broke it down like that. And to sum it up, really, and the whole Jets franchise is summed up in this sentence, It was I think the Bengals were ahead by two touchdowns and were driving to go ahead by three touchdowns at the end of the first half, and the crowd, they cut to the crowd, and there was the first shot was the guy in the color rush DH gate Quincy Anunwa jersey <laughs> trying to fire up the crowd to keep it a two score game. And then it cut to Fireman Ed, who's quit as a fan like three times on the Jets, but yet he's still back trying to pump up the crowd. And then it dawned on me, yeah, this is the Jets, and I'm pretty happy to have the Bengals. So, Owen, how are you doing? Uh, I was disappointed because. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think my whole thing was like, we'll just bide our time to week four because then we're getting our quarterback back. So I guess one and two after three weeks isn't like horrible. Um, but it does make it worse that it was against Joe Burrow and like Jamar Chase and them. So, yeah, I wasn't like very happy. I was pretty disappointed. But at least Flacco's gone next week, so... He had a good run. That was good. I think he's... Well... I, I say this seriously. I think he's better than Matt Ryan. I really believe that in my, <laughs> in my deep down. But Zach is coming back against my Steelers. So that's exciting. Oh, that'll be a fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take the Jets in that one, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I have no counter at this point. <laughs> if, if it's the same situation for the Steelers. Um, no, this game was tough. Um, the Bengals, I do take... With a little bit more, you know, I think they have some umph to them. I do think they can right the ship. I, I know they started slow, and I know we like to make fun of them, but I do think they can, you know, go 9-8 and eight or something like that. I think they can patch together a season where they're in playoff contention. They'll be on, on the in-the-hunt graphic, I think, throughout the season. I think they could beat the Dolphins on Thursday. That might be a trendy pick, but I would say I consider them to be at that level on any given Sunday, they could turn up. That's just my take. But do you have anything on this game? No. Yeah, that's okay. It's the poop package. Take whatever you want. Falcons 27, Seahawks 23. Only thing that really happened in this one was a drone flew over in the fourth quarter. The drone uh, game. The drone game. And uh, it flew over the field and they had to stop the game to shoot down the drone. I only want to know, like, what guy really needed to get the drone footage of the Falcon Seahawks game in week three. Like, I don't understand what guy really needed to boot up the drone for this one, but respect to you, man. You, you caused a ruckus. And how did he 
like think he was gonna get away with it just like flying his drone like over the field during the game I thought, oh don't worry guys like i'm i just need this shot yeah <laughs> like, let me get some all 22 yeah nfl i just need my alternate footage i'm just gonna fly the drone over your like airspace maybe it was an employee of either team trying to get the next level footage oh it's like you haven't seen our tapes yeah. don't worry we've got the next level practice stuff it's literally from like the helicopter in the clouds we could take this down but i don't know i i kind of like the falcons i don't know what it is they're just kind of plucky they hang around in these games so far this season i'm kind of in they play with a little spunk they're just they're so falcons like they're very falcons that's a good way like... to put it it would accept they're a little more like trendy Falcons because they don't have Matt Ryan. This is a record-breaking amount of Matt Ryan references in a show. But Mariota does some things where you're like, okay, like I see why you were such a high pick. But but it's still like classic. Yeah, Falcons. it is because he still does things where it's like I see why you've yeah. been on three. And teams. as soon as you like get hyped and pick them, you're gonna get reminded that they're the Falcons. Exactly. Exactly. Although congratulations to Colin Cowherd who tweeted that he's now one in 264 betting the Falcons. So great job colin good joke buddy you knocked it out the park yeah, on that that was a one. Good one. yeah never yes. heard that one before falcons are hard to bet on what wow good stuff colin but do you have anything on this game good game for your boy gino uh no i just caught the end of this one um but uh yeah no not a lot like they're both kind of bad yeah they're, they're both going to be in the bottom six or seven teams in the league they're both in last right now yeah that's ugly not good. But Geno Smith and Cordell Patterson kind of had a same similar career path in my mind. Like high draft picks, took them a while to find their footing, but here they are. Like they're putting it down for their worst yeah, teams in their are. division. Like here they go. Cordell Patterson, 140 yards. When you make him the focal point of the offense, he can do some stuff for you. It's pretty electrifying. Good yeah. for him. Panthers 22, Saints 14. Didn't catch a lot of this one because it did not look very good. Uh, one team was wearing black top uniforms and the other team was wearing black pants. So it just kind of looked like sludge all over the field. Like whenever they got into a bit of a collision at the line, you just didn't know who was who. It was just so many colors. Um, I don't know. Baker Mayfield might not be very good at all. I think if I saw no the no, I saw the numbers. If you subtract the screen pass touchdown that went sixty-seven yards, he was eleven for twenty-four for hundred and three yards and was sacked three times. So if you just take away the one play, he did not play very well at all. But the Panthers still won, so good for them. Anything on this one, Owen? Uh, I missed this entire game, and you're but, better for uh, that. Yeah. Baker's bad. Oh I yeah, want to be clear on that. Oh yeah, but big win for the Bears. <laughs> Oh, we're just going to go over? Yeah. Oh, okay. You want to miss this one? I mean, yeah. Chris Olave is going to be... Okay, yeah, we'll ah. just skip over. <laughs> Bears beat the Texans. This was, this, was, uh, <laughs> this was a travesty to the sport, really, as well. What a, what a mistake of a game. I think today is the day, and we can actually have a conversation about this game. I think today is the day that the dream died for me with Justin Fields. I think I'm out. I think uh, I know they put nothing around him. I know his receivers are literally the the bad Saint Brown, and the offensive line is terrible. <laughs> the bad Saint, <laughs> but, but come on, man! Eight completions again. He he can't he can't move the ball. I know his team around him sucks, but the two interceptions were awful. And I know they won this game, but it was because Davis Mills threw an equally bad interception. They were just dueling banjos, giving the ball back and forth. So. I think the dream died for me today. I think, sadly, I'm out with Justin yeah, Fields. and watching Jalen Hurts makes it, like, 100 times worse, too. Because Jalen Hurts is kind of like what you wish Justin Fields was. Like, can move the ball in the air, has a 
electrifying offense and it's like you go watch justin fields and it's eight completions so he's had a tough go i know jalen hurts has jalen hurts has better weapons but he does man kind of yeah i think i i'm i'm still holding out hope on justin fields i think he i don't think he's a big i don't think he's a problem i think if you surround him with enough talent he'll you don't like cole commit Yeah, that guy's a bum. He's not an NFL player. He's horrible. He is. But he was their leading yeah. receiver today. He had two catches, team high. Yeah. Bears are terrible. The fact that they're 2-1 and one is unbelievable. This team stinks. And I, their defense is good. That's the sad part. And they can run the ball. But it's only they can only run the ball because they literally can't pass. I don't even know how their defense is good. I feel like they tried to get rid of like everybody good. It's just the Bears' identity. The defense will be good yeah, till I die. I it's just kind of something that they churn out. Roquan Smith is a monster. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, they somebody should be, pay him. Yeah, Bears should pay him, but they, they won't because they're stupid. That's what happens. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. Lovey Smith was so successful with the Bears. I kind of blocked it out of my memory because it was so long ago. But they fired him after he went ten and six, and he was like sixteen games over five hundred when he was the Bears' coach. So they kind of deserve it. Coach of uh, curse of Lovey smith get back and i think the texans are pretty happy that they lost today just my opinion the tank off is going strong for the texans <laughs> the the o2 and one record is really good that's great stuff for the texans you always got to incorporate the tie in there but yeah davis mills i don't know he made some throws he also threw the worst interception of the day that involved those two justin fields picks so damien pierce looked good damien pierce did look good mm-hmm. and, and that's a big news for owen who needed him in fantasy yeah, if he's one of those guys like him, Allen Robinson. I guess just kind of those two <laughs> I have, and and uh, what's his name, Derek Henry. I have on like two okay. or three teams. Okay, Owen so is I need them. The triple comparison today. I was trying to find <laughs> where that list was going, and it was just like, oh, guys, I picked in fantasy. <laughs> but like, I have the idea is like I have them on multiple teams. So like, when okay. they do good, it just lifts. You know, rising tide lifts all boats. Like all yeah. my teams do well. They're when the those anchors. three guys fall out. Yeah, they're the common denominator <laughs> to your fantasy teams. Which another thing, like, I'm starting to think, like, Stafford needs to get Allen Robinson involved more. I think he's the problem. Maybe Stafford he didn't is. clear the racism allegations. No, I'm, well, if he did, I'm reinstigate. I'm reinstituting the racism. <laughs> I think allegations. that's a great idea because he kept finding Skoranek today. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting it back on him. Let's go. Burns Put the on press him. on. Next, your move. It's his move now. I respect that. I think that's a good yeah. plan. Now, here's a theory for you, because I do want to talk about the Steelers game a little bit. They played on Thursday. It's the last game. Now, think about this. Thursday night football was so bad that I was like, there's no way Sunday night football can be worse. And then it was. And I don't think Sunday night football, It's I don't think it's possible to be worse than that on Monday night football. So Monday night football might bang, because there's always one really good primetime game. I bet this could be a good primetime game. So I that's thought a Thursday night was zone. like kind of good almost. B- what were you watching? I, I was watched watching Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looked good. Why? Yeah, I watched Amari Cooper. That's a <laughs> sentence I've heard a couple times from you before. But he's wearing different colors now and a different jersey. I think that's, I hope, my hope is that when you're listening to this, Tomlin will have already announced that Kenny Pickett's starting this week. I don't think I can watch Trubisky again. He's terrible. He, he is, he is awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm ready to see Kenny. I kind of came to terms with that. I wasn't super deep on the Trubisky train. Like I like the guy, but I, you know, I'm ready to let the, I'm ready. To, those are cards that I'm willing to fold pretty easily. Let's go. The stock is, yeah. the stock's ready to get sold. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's okay. You're only like somewhat in the red because it never. It was like a penny stock. It never really got off the ground anyway. But it had a it had yeah. a moment. It had a breath of air. It had a lot of upside though. So mm-hmm. I'm not too, I'm not upset that I bought it. It had the it had the nine and eight eighth seed in the conference upside, but now now it's <laughs> settling into the career backup upside. But man, holy cow, the Steelers' offense is just anemic. And I know it's some of it's the play calling too, because I saw Roethlisberger came out really hard against the offensive coordinator, saying that he, you know Roethlisberger wasn't allowed to audible last season, and he says Trubisky isn't allowed to audible either. Which Roethlisberger, like, here's my idea for Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. Roethlisberger last year. He was literally worse than Matt Ryan. Another Matt Ryan reference. Let's get it in there. Worse than Matt Ryan. <laughs> but the advantage he had was he'd seen so much football that like his brain could recognize stuff at the line. So when you take away the ability to audible, maybe a mistake. So I'm, I'm really out on this. I think a lot of change needs to happen here. Just my take. Agreed. Yeah. But George Pickens made a great catch. You were all over that. Oh, that was... I mean, I feel say like it, that say was... It. You want to say it. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Like, I feel like that was not like talked about enough. That was the greatest catch I've ever seen in my life. I don't like. You're putting it number one. I'm putting it number one above OBJ, personally. What do you think, Owen? Um, like he's falling backwards, reached across his body as he's falling, and grabbed it with one hand, and didn't use his other hand to tuck it in. That was insane. Like OBJ was above the same shoulder. This one was across the bottom. No, it's better than OBJ's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I greatest ever is that's a that's like a. That's I think a, OBJ's like was for race. sure the greatest like ever until this. Until this, maybe I don't know. I, I have to think about more about that. I I consider greatest catches ever to have more stakes. I know. I mean, well, like most impressive catch, like athletically, you know, like yeah. that one, the D hop, like butt catch. Or not the butt what? catch, the D hop. You know the D hop catch that I'm the, thinking I, of. I'm thinking of one when he was on the Texans and yeah. there was passing. Even they got called back. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I think of when I think of like degree of difficulty. But to me, best catch ever has to have major stakes. Like Tyree is probably the greatest catch ever. No, like that. I was gonna say Tyree. It, but not degree of difficulty though. Yeah, that's not like. Yeah, but that's the most consequential catch that's the best catch in my opinion that's my definition at least yeah not yeah mine. mine is just that would have been my that was my first thought too phil yeah was that right. catch or the dwight clark you know i wasn't alive so you're saying but... like new york giants against the uh dallas cowboys on like monday night is in high stakes on like week four uh, i'm saying that the super bowl in the fourth quarter you don't score you lose is a little bit bigger stakes okay. than week 13 just, just ran that one down yeah just... or what about what about what about what about um the edelman catch okay see that's in the, that's in the conversation for sure right underrated catch julio's catch the drive before yes i was that, gonna say but it, it yes. gets lost in history because they lost the game that not to me what about the the seahawks against the patriots the who was it like oh, curse. matthews curse. curse yeah when he's like falling on his mm. back like three plays before malcolm butler yeah yeah mm-hmm. that could have been in there maybe two plays i can't remember two plays. Forgot about that, one. that was that's another loss to history mm-hmm. maybe technically a catch malcolm <laughs> butler itself could Let's be the go. greatest catch of all time that probably is if you're ca- counting that as a catch yeah if you are which they did rule it a catch in theory, but it's a catch for the defense because it's an interception. Yeah. Just a little trivia for the people. Greatest pick of all True. time. Mm-hmm. Only other things that happened this week is I think we're ready to move on. Rihanna's doing the Super Bowl, which is big. 
I think that's going to be for excellent. I, I like Rihanna. You know, I'm a big fan. Um, well, not really a big fan, but I mean, I think she's, she's got good music, right? So I think it's going to be a great show. Right. She's a great performer. And I saw the Taylor Swift rumors and I wasn't really down for that. Like, I don't think there's an overlap in her fan base in the NFL, but Rihanna, at least, you know, you're pitching, I think, you know, to us, at least we know the Rihanna songs. We wouldn't really know those Taylor Swift I know ones some like Taylor that. Swift. Well, you know them, but you don't like, they're not in your playlist. Yeah. So Neither is I would Rihanna. say Taylor Swift has more songs in my playlist that I would recognize than Rihanna. I don't Same. think it's even close. But really? we also like we kind of canceled Taylor Swift on the show. Like the when was the, that? When she was flying the jets. Oh, the climate criminal. The climate criminal. So oh, yeah. right. okay. we can't be having a climate criminal do the Super Bowl. That's well, right. I mean, <laughs> I bet you if we dug into the numbers, Rihanna's probably got some climate crime in her past too, though. But yeah. Taylor Swift was like off the charts. Like she was the Brady of the climate. Yeah, true. She Tom was Brady. like a, she was the Brady criminal. of the ozone. She she was the she was the greatest of all time at like destroying air quality. Yeah, she's literally the goat climate criminal. So low key respect at that point. Once you like take it as like a job to destroy the air, that's pretty sick. So good for her. Wow. Unrelated note. I watched an episode of first ever episode of because this the whole climate thing happened because of Kylie Jenner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched a f- like the the first full episode of Kardashians that I'd ever seen in my life, and wow, it is stupid. The yeah. amount of stuff that they're they're able to stuff so much small talk and like stupid asinine conversations into a 45 minute episode it's incredible to me like chloe had the same conversation about her kid because okay not to get too like in the weeds here no no, break it down get Get in she's having a kid right with tristan thompson and she just finds out tristan thompson's got another lady pregnant right oh no one of those classic situations so she's she has the same conversation about how she's scared to have this surrogate kid with 50 different women, with her friend Cece or her cousin Cece, with her mom, with Kylie, with Kim. They have a family meeting and then she has another conversation about this. Like the same conversation 50 different times and that's the whole episode. It's, so, it's junk for the for 99% <laughs> of them. But you listen to all of it. Me, once it gets going. Like, I did, most of it. Like it's like 95%. It's kind of watchable. Like that's the problem that the show has. It's like, and I bet everybody who watches it would agree. It's a huge waste of time. But if it's on, it's like, okay, like whatever. Like I'm not going to seek yeah. it out. But if it's on, like it's watchable. That's how they get they, it. They do a good job like packaging it well. Yeah. That's the thing. So whoever yeah. works on that show, they cook it up because otherwise I have absolutely no interest yeah. in, you know, what they're talking about, but I'll just watch to see the resolution and they're usually never yeah. miss. Anyway, yeah. um, the biggest story is probably what happened with Ime Udoka. It happened probably like an hour after we were done recording on Wednesday. So we did kind of miss the boat. I feel like it will be a little bit drowned out by this week, but it was end of last week, it was all I really heard it was all over the radio every station it was it was crazy how much this was getting talked about and i did want to hear a lot of it and a lot of the coverage um i don't know i don't really have much to say because i don't really i don't really have an opinion until i know more of the facts that's just my take on the situation because i feel like the celtics you know in theory i agree with you know maybe they could have fired him but i think that the reason for the suspension is a little bit more legal reasons until they conclude the investigation and then they will dismiss him if that would be my guess so i don't want to get on him for that yeah it's just unfortunate i mean uh, obviously they had to do what they had to do 
Um, and that's, they seems like they're doing the right thing, but it's unfortunate because I think Ime Udoko is one of the most likable young coaches. Um, and I think he really helped that team out a lot, especially defensively. So, I mean, odd situation, odd with the way the information ended up coming out and that whole process with Woj and everything was strange. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, they're probably doing the right thing. So yeah, for them. I would, I would say so too. It's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Cause I don't, you know, it's similar to that server thing. I don't think it's going away anytime soon and it'll just kind of loom over his career. Cause I would imagine he'd just get a job somewhere else after this, if things aren't, you know, to the point where he can't get hired again, because if things stay the way they are now, I would imagine a team would pick him up. So yeah, especially cause he's coached for one year and made the finals. Right. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, Pools did hit 700 as well over the weekend. I was yes. cheering for this to happen. He's the fourth player to ever do it. It's, uh, what do you got? Bonds, Ruth, and Aaron, and now Pujols, the only guys to hit 700. And I wanted to see it happen just because I don't know if we'll see a guy hit 700 again. And Pujols has had such a great career. And it didn't really impact my way, my life in one way or another if he did or didn't. But to see the video and see it happen, and I was just happy to see it happen. That's my only take on the situation if you wanted to go. Yeah. No, Albert Pujols seems like a likable guy. And uh, it's always good to see history, I mm -hmm. think. Like, you said we're probably not going to see this again. I mean, he came into the league when he was 21. So, which is, you know, really young for somebody that was as productive as he was. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see. Um, and, yeah, it's an interesting season as far as, like, power hitting records goes. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much so. I'd like to see Judge get this as well. So, yeah, hopefully we can get two pretty good record-breaking things going on. We do have weekend winners and losers, which features a big appearance from Adam today. He's checking into the game. He uh, he was ready to you go. You don't have to hype it up. No, no, I do want to hype Let's it up. Let's hype it up. Let's yeah, hype yeah. it up okay. because this is whenever you make an appearance in this segment, it's it's electrifying. It's we just all get another excited. week. Hey, it's not just another week. There's a different you know, man giving wins. Short. Don't sell yourself short. Exactly. Just like Owen right. said, get ready to go. Be ready in the queue here because I'm giving it to Owen first and then you're up. Yeah. Should I start with uh, winners, losers? Dealer's choice. Okay. Uh, I'll start with the winner here. Um, my winner is Kevin Gates. So let's go. Kevin Gates. We've he's 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 been he's made you know his share of appearances on the pod before, um, but my my boy he you know obviously we talked about the car battery how he started a car battery with his own hands. People forget. Um, people do forget. Um, he hasn't really shared a secret on that, but, uh, you know, obviously an incredible quote, mm -hmm. um, but he actually dropped a new quote recently. Did he? He was on the, he was on, he was on a radio show with Peter Rosenberg. Uh, I believe Peter Rosenberg. Um, yes. And he was kind of just, they were just kind of, you know, chopping it up, talking. Right. And, uh, Kevin Gates, he's, he's, he's spitting some words of wisdom, right? He's breaking, he's really getting into the, in, into it with, with Pete there. Mm -hmm. And he talks about an experience he had watching Spider-Man. He goes, he goes, um, I watched the movie Spider-Man and he said, why do we fall Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up. So let's go. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Bruce. I don't know if there's, maybe, maybe it's just me. Um, but Kevin Gates, the classic, like, spider-man batman like little mix up there uh, right yeah classic because happens to the best of us happens to the best of us he's he he said 
you know, he was excited to shout out the Spider-Man movie he just watched and then did one of the most famous, like, Batman quotes. <laughs> I but love he Kevin delivered with some confidence, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him some, some flowers for that. Kevin Gates has my eternal respect after he just told the most audacious lie ever and then, <laughs> and then played it off. I, nothing he could do would surprise me at this point. I love this guy. If, if we had a white whale on this show, because he would literally... If, if my circle overlaps with Kevin Gates' circle, like <laughs> you might like be a billionaire, so be on the lookout. But he is my white whale. If I could get him on that couch, wow, that would be electrifying. Yeah. And I feel like he's the type of guest who would just talk and talk and oh. talk. You wouldn't even need to like really pry much. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. It would just be, be willing to share. Yeah, it would just be like Kevin. What'd you do last night? And he'd go for fifty minutes. I would just produce yeah. his audio while he speaks. That's the only thing I would be yeah. here to do. So that yeah. would be fire. All right, you ready to check? But that's just my one winner. I respect it. Yeah. Um. So my first winner. This is only kind of going for. Actually, I guess it's not only the Canadian um listeners but it's gonna be tim hortons so i don't know about you guys but i'm not like a huge tim hortons guy i actually i actually personally canceled them maybe about a year ago when they changed their eggs right you canceled them but we we were in on the bieber oh yeah balls oh yeah the bieber balls yeah <laughs> the bieber bits or whatever mm-hmm. but i feel like tim hortons was like on a downtrend when they like tried to redo the bieber thing and all of that mm-hmm. but um it was smile cookie week and I've never had a smile cookie personally, but I decided to give it a try. And wow, those things are phenomenal. So I'm just going to give Tim Hortons a winner because smile cookies taste amazing. Only a dollar and it goes to charity. So it kind of makes you feel good for eating a cookie. Mm. So for that Wait, reason. Wait, what, what are they? T- what kind of cookie is it? It's just like a chocolate cookie with a little smiley face on it, like chocolate chip. But it's sick. It tastes so good interesting yeah it's a perfectly wow, baked cookie but you'll know the week ended on uh this was the last day today oh, oh yeah. so the fans can't get one <laughs> actually i think the 26 is the last day i'll have to uh i'll check that do, in a sec do a check do. up on our last yeah, on our yeah. show i'll check Wednesday. it right now yeah, uh, yeah yeah get get to that while i do my other winner we'll audit yeah so yeah. that's my first winner and my second winner is gonna be jeans um the 25th 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 so, so it's over it's over but if you did get a small cookie, uh, respect to you. I've donated. I donated a few dollars. Wow! Thank yeah. you. Good for you. Yeah. Thank I you. I don't know where the money went. But, you were a great. But guy, they claim hey? that it went to charity, so it went to somewhere. Good for you. Yeah. Everybody, get moment to clap in your car for Adam right yeah. now, wherever you no are. Worries. If you're at the yeah. gym, if you're in the car, if you're at school, just clap. Yeah. Just clap. I'm okay. gonna give you two yeah. seconds. Uh, my other winner is going to be jeans they i don't know get the claps off. no that's okay you don't need to get the claps off um anyone who knows me knows that i i'm not a big jeans person or really a pants person I'm kind <laughs> they of, know that kind of a shorts guy but i decided to buy my first pair of jeans last week and i'm just going to say they're not that bad so i'm going to give it a winner because i kind of eternally swore them off you canceled them yeah as like the most uncomfortable thing to wear but I wore them and like, sure, they were pretty uncomfortable and I'd still rather be wearing shorts, but like they weren't that bad and they look okay. So let's go. Let's go jeans. You're turning over a new leaf. Yeah. I'm like trying that. to change. Respect. Good for you. Thank Owen's you. Owen's been a jeans guy since he came out the womb. <laughs> Owen is like the ambassador of Levi's. He, he, his umbilical cord went through the zipper. Yeah. I, I've been a jeans guy for years. Been. yeah not much else to say there no that's true i was just i was just throwing you a bone that's all 
Yeah. Um, my first winner this week is Jerry Jones, and we're going to bring up the Cowboys again. Oh, and nice. My, my winner is Jerry Jones because he said that he was hoping for a quarterback controversy between Cooper Rush and Dak by the end of this. And my favorite thing about Jerry Jones is going to be 80 next month, but he's just a drama queen and he can't stop. Like he's like <laughs> addicted to the drama. I can only imagine what he was like in junior high and high school because I bet he was just electrifying to be around. Like he was one of those guys who would have started like a gossip girl account. Like he would have had, he would have been running Ask FM. If oh, it oh my, Jerry Jones would have dominated Ask <laughs> yeah. FM back in the day. He so. would have been the guy asking himself questions. He would, he would have thrown himself a bone. Yeah, yeah. TBH, you're like a nine out of ten, super <laughs> yeah, funny. Exactly. Jerry Jones would throw that on his own profile. <laughs> yeah, I'm like OMG, who wrote this? That's the type <laughs> of stuff Jerry would have been doing. I just love a guy who's just obsessed with the drama, even when he's like, I really want to win a Super Bowl at all yeah. costs, but I can't pass up. Even the when it jeopardizes like your own team that you own. Exactly. Respect yeah. to him. I loved. I love it from Jerry. Great form, and I. And it's even better that the Cowboys have like no chance of succeeding with whoever is the quarterback. Yeah, it's like that, perfect. That the makes controversy it makes it way better. Yeah. So I love it. Sick. And I have a second Cowboys winner. It's Michael Irvin, okay. and I don't know if you oh, saw yes. his tweet today, but it, Michael Irvin to me is. I don't know if this is just my opinion. And I hate to come after the guy before I give him some compliments, but he's always been kind of annoying to me on the TV. Like he does a lot of yelling, and I don't feel like his points are very poignant. But today he made a fan in me when somebody tweeted a picture of him on NFL game day morning and they said, where'd your glasses go? We love your glasses. And he said, bro, I left them in the hotel. I can't see anything. And he, the picture was him just squinting. It was, it was a perfect picture. So shout out to Michael Irvin. A day without glasses. I mean, I, I remember once I left my glasses on the plane, I think actually wow. when I was a kid and uh, it was terrible. Like I can't, if you can't see, your whole day is ruined. Not yeah. to not to state the obvious, but if you can like just get it's the a big nap day. It is a big nap day for sure. But that's my winners this week. Respect. Let's go. What'd you have for losers on? Um, my first loser is LeBron James, and I hate to do it to no to way. our boy here. Oh no. But um he was on a podcast, I believe. Um, and he was just talking about um the bubble. And I think he's probably made this take before, but I just think it's one of the worst takes ever because he basically was, he was talking about how hard the bubble was. And he said, it's one of the hardest NBA championships that's ever been won. Uh, and so I just want to quickly debunk that because it was probably the greatest thing that ever happened to the Lakers. Oh. Um, they had months off for the, the most injured guy, maybe to ever touch a basketball court to get healthy for a championship run where um you know there were players that opted out that didn't play for whatever reason and so they kind of had the red carpet rolled out for them and they won the championship but lebron i love the bubble guys because they always act like the bubble was like was like afghanistan like <laughs> yeah can, they went to you war. wouldn't know what it's like unless you were in yeah. there yeah. like it was so hard you like it, no as if idea. they don't have like unlimited food and yeah you know, anything the super nice hotel we stayed at was like it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just abysmal, dude. Yeah. I had to pack eight bowls a day to make it through, and I just don't know how <laughs> I did it. And the, I won the toughest championship of all time when I beat the Blazers in four, the Rockets in five, the Nuggets in five, and then the Heat in six. It was just terrible. I was able yeah. to win the championship with Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith on my team. That's how hard the championship was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, LeBron for that. And then my second loser is Tom Brady. I mentioned it before, but he's starting to get on my cringe list. Not Joe Burrow level, but kind of, it's getting annoying. The, um, and 
the Instagram what? stuff is the Instagram stuff is brutal. And today he was warming up in a shirt that had his face on it when he was a kid. It was like I I, th- I don't remember what the exact quote on the shirt was. It was like a Spider Man Bruce type of quote. It was like the legend really never was. dies or something. Yes, yes, that is something about legends. Yes, I think that was it. But uh, I think it's such a poor look. I would. You couldn't catch me dead wearing a shirt with my own face on it. Um, and the whole, like, I get he wants to, he's kind of like his brand is being old at this point, where it's like, I'm, I've been in the league for so long. But I feel like he's just beating it to a pulp now. Like, yeah. it was kind of, it's kind of fun or like interesting when other people like the broadcast might mention it. Yeah. But he's been feeding into it so much now. Like, where he's like, oh, I'm taking, like, why are you taking Wednesdays off? Oh, because I'm old. Do you know how long I've been playing in the league? Mm-hmm. Like th- those type of things are starting to get on my nerves. So uh, Tom's got to chill with that. I agree with you. I I think it's it's getting tough. And I, I used to be he used to like I said he used to not overdo it with the Instagram stuff. He used to post videos yeah. maybe once a week, and they were always funny because it was like he didn't give you <clears throat> that much of a look at his life. So to just get a little bit was was crazy. But now it's like the guy's basically a vlogger. Every single thing he does is documented. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. I've got I've got Tom Brady overflow on my timeline. I just I might have to unfollow, which would be tough yeah. because I've been following this guy for years. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, but he might bring me to that. I agree with you. He's the loser this week. I thought you were going to put yeah. LeBron in there because did you see his tweet on Saturday when he was watching college football about what's the rule about eligibility for other college sports? Oh yeah, I was that like, was oh, so cringe. God, just shut up, LeBron. <laughs> That's just I love LeBron, but like, stop. You don't need to tweet like. Oh my God, that was just the most look at me tweet I've ever seen. So anyway, what'd you have in your category this week? Uh, I had a couple of losers. My uh, first loser is going to be concussion protocol. <laughs> yeah, um, good one. Yeah, so I got to bring up in the, uh, for those who didn't see in the Dolphins-Bills game, um, Tua gets like, was it a sack? It was just a late hit. Late hit on him, like falling backwards. The classic, like, hit the back of your head against the turf and it bounces a couple times. And I don't know, like, has that ever happened to you guys where you hit, like, the back of your head on the floor? And you like get dazed. Maybe like he once was, or twice. He was pretty stunned. And he like gets up, almost stumbles a bit, and then like keeps walking and like fully cannot keep his balance. And so they go check him out and they're like, Oh no, 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 like it's not a concussion, his back just hurts. So yeah. they just let him they just let him play the rest of the game after he like could barely keep his balance. So I think that's just kind of a bad look for a league that's like, you know, undergoing a lot of controversy with you know brain damage oh yeah we'll see the head action yeah concussion so not a good look for your players and uh i feel like they're definitely gonna get fined yeah they said the pas uh (laughs) asked them to investigate yeah and whoever the like third party doctor is that like that kind of i don't know if they paid him they're like dude please just tell us like it's a back and he's got two in fantasy (laughs) yeah he's like no no you're good go 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 you're fine man it's not a concussion so yeah i feel like Tua's probably not gonna play next week that's like my bold prediction they play on thursday ah so maybe the investigation won't be done by then but i feel like this is gonna turn into like a lot worse than we think it is right now because that's a pretty pretty bad look it was it was which i could see going the other way where they're just they just say oh no no they did the protocol it's all good so it just goes they just cover it up even more yeah yeah maybe uh my second loser is gonna be robin so um in the eagles in the eagles commanders game um after every touchdown the wide receivers were thrown on a batman cape 
So like some people are saying, why is this? And AJ Brown bought it for 99 cents on Amazon. And the reason is because a few weeks ago, Darius Slay was nicknaming all the receivers. So he said, uh, AJ Brown was the swole Batman. Devonte Smith was, was the skinny Batman and Quez Watkins was the fast Batman. So I'm just going to give my Quez loser to Robin because like someone has to be Robin, man. Like you can't all be Batman. It's Quez Watkins, bro. Uh, don't worry. I already yeah. know who the Robin like, is. Like at least let him be Robin, bro. <laughs> or let someone else be Robin. You can't just give everyone Batman. So no, the yeah. world has yeah, Batman's lazy. and it has Robins. Yeah, so it's, just it's lazy fact. and it's just like, come on, you can't forget about him. So losers, the Eagles, and also like Robin. Poor that makes Robin. me want to pick against the Eagles next week. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might just do it again. I just like to lose that way. So you look like you're sitting on a take there, Owen. On Batman and Robin? Yeah. <laughs> or anything. No, not really. No, I agree with you. That's a creative one. So respect to adam on good that. job adam. Let's, yeah let's go good for dude. you let's go I, I'll if be, you haven't clapped yet for adam yeah here's comes your two seconds right here's your here. chance bang there you go <laughs> oh, double you applause go. for just adam doing my job week. yeah we'll see if you can i mean nice. this is gonna be a tough act to follow um, on uh, bozo and genius of the week on, oh, no, on got thursday let's i can go. just bring them back let's go run it back bozo is Bo- uh darius Slay. let's go just run back the same segment <laughs> twice yeah uh my losers i'll run through them quickly my first loser is warner warner lost to Stephen f austin 98 to nothing in football on saturday and it gets even worse because Stephen f austin took a knee on the final convert since to not win to a not win 100 to nothing so good for Stephen f austin for sportsmanship but i don't i don't even know what warner is and why are they playing Stephen f austin i've at least heard of them so what? 98 i didn't to zero. even know these were schools when you brought it up i thought they were two people so isn't Stephen f austin that team that had that thomas walk up in the tournament yeah with yeah the beard see this is exactly okay. what i like Stephen f austin i've heard from from basketball tournaments so at least i know they're a school yeah. but warner's never never <laughs> warner. been in nit where is warner i don't know i don't know anything about it the only <laughs> warner i know is kurt warner that's the only yeah. one i got so bizarre um and then my other loser is dr vivek murthy he's the u.s surgeon general and i just stumbled across his tweet the other day and it said quote this might be an unpopular opinion but i love ice cream cones without the ice cream in them happy national ice cream day and it's just a picture of him with the ice cream cone taking a bite out of it with no ice cream ice cream cones not good in my no, opinion that's a bad take no you literally opened take. up the show saying you like waffles and you're gonna tell me you don't like a rolled up waffle that's okay, literally waffle, what an ice cream waffle cone, cone is. sure but uh, uh, the the styro- that's what an ice cream cone styrofoamy ice cream cone oh yeah like those are that? still delicious yeah, oh, yeah i mean yeah. those are all right but i mean a waffle cone is still like an off a waffle cone is sick to eat by itself i i personally they're rather, all sick to eat by themselves i'd rather some cream in there the ice cream makes it better <laughs> for me but just my take yeah it is just your take yeah to be fair anyway that's a 10 for me we'll be back on uh thursday with jeff coming on my nemesis really let's go i don't know what it is i I, katie said to me the other day she said why do you hate jeff so much like you're really mean to him on the podcast i was like you don't understand like this kid is my enemy like i really like like i love jeff but he is really deep down my like number one enemy in life so i'm gonna take it to him on on wednesday night good I can't wait. But 10. 10. 10. Anything you want to say before we go? And you, you, you deserve a, like a goodbye message. Give the people something. Yeah, you deserve it. Um, mm, I don't know. Not really anything. Good week of football, though. You liked it? Say. Yeah, it, I don't think it 
was as good as week two. No. But it was good because you can't have a week two every week. No. Or else it wouldn't be special. So it's good to have a little come down. I agree. You know? That's a good way and to And then week it. four, Zach Wilson's return is going to be all time. <laughs> it is. It's That's what I'm predicting. Heading towards the best week of all time. Yeah. And a good week coming yeah. up for the Jays. Very exciting stuff. The, the oh, number, yes. number is down to four. Yes, that's right. We oh, big series. We um, took two out of four against their two best pitchers mm-hmm. against the Braves, against Rasmussen and McClanahan, who are two of the best pitchers probably in the American League. And so our offense is looking good. And the best part is, in, in however many days, like ten days, we're not we're not going to have to see Barrios or Kikuchi, Mitch White. Oh my God! Um, Trevor Richards, David Phelps, ever start a game? Well, not ever, but These start guys, another game. You just They're need half the pitchers we have. They, we might see one of them again, so that's going to be. Well, the we'll problem. see him again, but not starting a game. Yes, hopefully. that's true. God forbid. That is yeah. true. Mega Mead is ready for his turn in AAA for the next three seasons. I would say, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it looks like maybe not even that. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. tough times, tough times. But we're, it's getting exciting. When we start, when it I, is. I swear, when we start getting hockey, basketball, playoff baseball, football, October oh, is yes. the best sports month of the year, except for maybe April, maybe, or May, maybe, with the playoffs. But this is pretty elite stuff. So I'm very excited for October. going to be a great month. We're going to have Jeff here on Thursday. So get excited for that. So have a good start to your week, everybody. We'll talk to you. On Thursday, yeah. Do you not want to say anything? You look pretty tired. Hope you're having fun, Alex. Let's go. Let's go. Little, he, he attacked him for 90% of the show. Give him a little love for 10. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. Respect. I hope you're having fun too, Alex. We'll, we'll see you again next week, but I'll talk to you guys again on Thursday.